Hey guys, welcome back to the Tokes Talks podcast. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day. I hope you guys are having an amazing week so far. And this week, I want to talk about being too nice or too much of any and every good personality trait. This is pretty much the whole kindness for weakness situation. So this is a continuation of last week's episode about the pain of doing the right thing. The last point that I made last week was that there are some right decisions, quote unquote, right decisions that you make that can hurt because you actually shouldn't even (laughs) be doing them in the first place. And when you're doing good things, that seem right, like the stand-up thing, the correct thing, but they actually aren't for very various reasons, whatever those reasons may be that we'll get into a little later. That's usually when you end up feeling the type of drain and uneasiness that has you saying things like, I'm too nice, I'm too this, I'm too that. And this statement usually comes up, like there's always that, iteration of the two, which is T-O-O, like too much, and a positive virtue. So I'm too nice, I'm too kind, I'm too caring, I'm too forgiving, I'm just too patient, I'm too good of a person. And I wanted to come on here and just say that there is absolutely no such thing, in my opinion, of course, as having too much of a good virtue. I just completely and utterly disagree with the notion that you can have too much of a good virtue. I don't think life is created like that. I don't think we as people were created like that. I don't think it's just possible to be too nice. I'll tell you what I do think is possible in a bit. But yes, I absolutely do not agree with that. And I don't think anyone should. And I think that when we get into the mindset of thinking, I'm just too nice, I'm too kind, that's why people take advantage of me, I'm just too giving, what it does is that it kills our light. It kills the goodness inside of us because we start to look at something that's a blessing, that's a gift, that's amazing, that is part of what makes us who we are in the best way possible as a deficit instead of looking at the external circumstances that are actually to be blamed for the situation. You're not too kind. You probably just don't have boundaries or discernment in the decisions you're making. And I know that sounds kind of harsh, but it's true because I don't want any of you guys becoming those people who who look at your virtue, who look at your gifts as a deficit to the point where you you kill them off or you tuck them away and you hide them away. And this is not even just to your, to the detriment of people around you who don't get to experience this greatness, but it's also to your detriment because you're taking a part of you that was given to you, something that you can't control and you're cutting off its circulation. And you can't really cut off circulation to part of you without being affected it's just like if you cut off the circulation to your finger right like you wear a ring that's too tight this is a weird analogy but you wear a ring that's too tight 
and you start losing blood there. You, your foot or your other hand or your other fingers won't say, oh, well, it's just that index finger. Who cares? We'll be fine. No, because that index finger is part of the full picture of your whole body being a whole entity. So cutting off a piece of yourself, cutting off your virtue, saying that you're no longer going to be nice to people, saying that you're going to become stone cold, cold blooded, icy, icy queen or king because of the fact that you think you're too nice and thinking that doing that is going to be to your benefit to protect yourself. It's not because you might think you're protecting yourself in the short term, but what you're actually doing is changing like your your buildup, changing your chemistry or your biology of who you are, because this is something that's a part of who you are. Now you've decided that you're no longer going to give it expression because you think that it's not a good thing. Whereas virtues are great things because virtues by their nature are good traits. They are necessary and beneficial, not only to those who receive them, but also to the owner right? That's exactly what I'm talking about. And that last part about it being beneficial to you as the owner of said virtue is key. We, we gain light by giving light. Like I know for me, when I'm feeling down, if I am able to give to somebody in any capacity, be it a compliment, be it money, be it a meal, be it time and, or making somebody laugh, that picks me up because part of who I am by my nature, by design is a giver. So imagine now being in a situation where somebody, I give to somebody and they take advantage of me. And because of that, I say, I'm never going to give to anybody else. On those days where I'm feeling down, where giving could actually be that thing to pick me back up. I will now no longer do it because I think too much giving is a bad thing. And yeah, of course, the people who would receive would be losing out. But then again, they probably didn't know I was going to give them anything. So they probably aren't missing out on something that they didn't know existed. But on the other hand, me, who is supposed to also gain some benefit from doing that thing, I am losing out on purpose, because I know this would make me feel better, but I've convinced myself that it's a bad thing. So now I'm sitting here stuck and there's nothing I can do to change it because I've convinced myself that my virtue is a detriment. So I'm not giving myself the opportunity to be raised and lifted by it, which is what it's actually there to do because I think it's no good. So like, you're not being too nice. I want to say that again, you're not being too nice, you're not too kind, you're not too giving, you're not too caring, you're not too forgiving, because two should never be attached to any of those things. What could be the case, though, is that your discernment on who is deserving of a high level of access to you is off. Let me repeat that again. You're not being too kind. Your discernment of who is deserving of a high level of access to you is off. Like, I know that I am a giver. Like, I will give until there's nothing left. And that is a horrible thing to do. (laughs) I'm going to say that very honestly because 
part of what allows me to be a giver is the fact that I am around people who also replenish me and give to me whatever I need. So yes, I can pull strength and joy from myself through doing the things that make me feel good. But there is also something to be said for the connection that comes from being refilled externally from people of course you can tap into that well that never runs dry of all the goodness you have to give but it's so much better to give from a place of overflow and the only way you can get a place to a place of overflow is to be replenished by people right so understanding the way that I give understanding that I am a giver and knowing that not only am I a giver, but I will overgive in, in terms of you don't even have to ask me if I assume it's something you need, I'll go out of my way and do it for you. That is not something you should do for everybody. Could you imagine walking down the street and seeing every single stranger and saying, I think everybody needs, I think this person and the next 500 people I walk past are going to need $20. So I'm going to go out of my way and go into overdraft and debt to give all of these people, $20. It sounds stupid, right? It sounds ridiculous and it sounds not sensible. I don't know how else to put it. But we do this all the time. Like imagine that same scenario where you walk down the street and you give $20 to every single person who you see because you assume that they need it. And then three weeks from now when you're $50,000 in debt, let's just say, you say, I'm too giving. I'm never going to give to anybody again. And then somebody asks you, what happened? What did you give? And you're like, I, I'm just such a nice person. I walked around and I saw and I felt it that people needed money. So I gave them everything I have and now I'm in debt and it's ridiculous. That person would look at you like, are you crazy? What on earth are you doing? But this is what we're doing when we we don't discern who is deserving of a high level of access to us. And when I say high level of access, it's about creating boundaries. Not having boundaries in place to protect yourself will have you feeling like the good parts of you, the great parts of you, the God parts of you are curses. And that should never, ever, ever be the case. You were given these gifts and they should never be a curse. And the only reason they feel like that is because you are not creating boundaries as to how much of this you give to people. Many people in your life will be thank you people. That is all they will ever be able to give you. And that is absolutely okay, right? I'm not telling you guys that you shouldn't be nice to people who can do nothing for you in return. And if we're being very honest here, this those people who can't do anything in return for you doing for them isn't usually where you feel this drain you usually feel it when you're dealing with somebody who you have these expectations of and when they don't do it for you you start to feel like maybe I should do more for them to prove my value to them so that then as I'm doing more maybe eventually they'll click in that I'm the one I'm the right person I'm the go-to girl or guy I'm whatever it is that they need and hopefully eventually when I've put myself in emotional overdraft they'll finally see my value and replenish me back not only to like zero but above that but who, that's that's really risky behavior. It's a risk that you shouldn't take. And for me, because my I know who I am and I've worked towards it, like I used to think there was a point where 
yeah, when I went through uh, my horrible breakup and I looked back on the things that I had done, the ways that I had shown care, like not to give examples, but yeah, to give examples. There was a time where I had helped him in a way that was extremely overexerting to me. Like I helped him move and he had friends. He could have hired movers, a bunch of people, a bunch of people were available, but for whatever reason, none of those people were accessed. And I was the one who was called to be of assistance. And when I got home that day from moving for like 12 hours, my feet were swollen. Like they were ridiculously swollen and in pain. And when I looked back on it, I was like, you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> like, you shouldn't have done that. You should have said no. You should have said this was too much for you. Because at the end of doing all of that, there wasn't even appreciation. There wasn't even, there were certain expectations that I thought would come from doing it. Those weren't the only reasons I did it. But they were some of the expectations that I thought would come. And none of them came. And it was like, okay, you're sitting here and your feet are swollen. You're tired. You're dust. And, and there's literally nothing to show for it. And why did you do that? It, it didn't make any sense, you know? And looking back on those type of situations, I know that at, at the end of my relationship, looking back on all these things that I did, that I would be, people would say, you're too nice. You're too this. I'm like, no, I'm not too nice. I am absolutely doing everything that I'm meant to do but the direction in which I was doing it or the intent for which I was doing it was wrong so I took it upon myself knowing my nature knowing how I get to put up a, a boundary and that boundary was that when I meet somebody who I really care about I am gonna not give all of myself initially I'm going to take a look. I'm going to see a lay of the land. I'm going to see how this person gives and how they operate. Because I know that if I don't create those boundaries and have that discernment, I will end up bleeding myself dry. So does that mean I'm never going to be kind? Absolutely not. But does that mean I'm going to use discernment to decide what level of kindness is appropriate? What level of goodness is appropriate? What level of Openness is appropriate for every situation I'm in. Yes. And that's what all of us should do. I will never, ever say I'm too kind because I have been blessed with people who fill my cup and overflow it and run it over and overwhelm me with love and all the good things that I give. I get it all in return, you know? So I would never sit here and say that one person who tainted the situation I don't even I can't even blame anybody because I am the one who has access to the way that I give but my inability to see that I should have taken a step back and the way that that affected me I'm not going to use that to now discredit the goodness of the gifts and the virtues that I have inside of me right so I'm sure you you can never come home after a long day and feel drained because you said thank you to too many people who served you or held the door for too many people who were behind you. Like this doesn't happen, right? And we're giving kindness to these people who don't give us anything in return. Like, especially when I was working downtown and you would hold the door for someone and they wouldn't even say thank you. Like I wouldn't, I would be like, oh, you're trash for like 10 seconds, but I would never feel drained, you know? So like what I want you guys to know is that there is 
there is a space and there is an appropriate allocation of energy and emotional resources to be given to people who will give you nothing in return. Whether you want to admit it or not, there is. And with that being said, there is also a certain amount of expectation you should have of certain people in your life. Like I used to look at it as, oh, I don't want to bother anybody because I know they're personally going through a lot of things in their life. So I'm not going to ask for anything. But as someone who gives to people unprovoked, it's not wrong to have expectations of certain people in my life to be able to do that for me. And I think that's where people really get it wrong. There's absolutely nothing wrong in asking. And as someone who never used to ask, now I ask for everything. Do I need help? I'm asking. Do I even barely need help? Yeah, I'm still asking. <laughs> like, I don't, it's a blessing to not have to go it alone. And to take that blessing and disregard it and go it alone, it's, it, there's just really no point of it. So feeling like your virtue is a burden just happens the most when you're not putting boundaries into play. So this is all about boundaries, 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 the importance of creating boundaries. Your boundaries are off. Your discernment is off. Your virtue is never a bad thing. And I have an episode of on boundaries. I will link it in the show notes. So if you want to have a listen to that and see what I have to say about the importance of putting up boundaries, because I have become boundary queen. I will say no and not lose an ounce of sleep because it is just <laughs> that important. So like to live in a way where people trample over you in exchange for you overexerting which is what happens when you don't have boundaries, which is what happens when you don't have discernment, isn't desirable one. It's not the way to live life. It will have you feeling scorned. It will have you resenting your goodness. And may we not get to places where we resent our goodness. It's not biblical. There is nowhere in the Bible that it says, let people use you dry and and just be there. (laughs) Like, nowhere yes there are scriptures that tell you like if someone slaps you turn the other way but those are a bunch of different discussions and that does not apply to this but it's also not advisable like me telling you guys the story of my swollen feet where I couldn't literally put them on the ground for like four hours and I had to raise them up because they were so swollen doing doing that Like, I think that's probably the one that's like a wake up call of, yeah, something you really should not have done because you overexerted. That would probably be it. Like, that's not fun. It's not advisable. It's not even physically safe. It's not mentally safe to just overexert yourself to no end. So if you are struggling with this, (laughs) as you can tell that I have, and I still do to some extent because Learning is constant and it never ends. If you're struggling with feeling too much of a good thing, I need you to ask yourself two questions. The first one is, why am I doing this? Like, it might sound so simple, but why are you doing what you're doing? That thing that is exhausting you, that thing that you do and you immediately feel horrible after, you feel guilty after, you feel ashamed after, why are you doing it? And be honest with yourself. This is not something you need to answer to anybody or you need to tell anybody. It's a me me and my mirror type of discussion, right? Why am I doing this? What is motivating your actions? Are you doing it with an expectation in mind? 
And if you're doing it with an expectation in mind, and that expectation is something that isn't necessarily valid, I don't even know how to put it. If your expectation, if you're doing something with an expectation that you can, that if you do enough of something, you can force someone into doing what you want them to do, then you're not being kind. You're being manipulative, right? You're not being nice. You're being manipulative. Because if somebody has let you know where they stand or created a boundary and you think that you can give until they become weak, then you're not doing it as a virtue. (laughs) That's a manipulation tactic, right? You often feel like you're doing too much when you have a motive that you're trying to force through your actions. You can't force someone to love you. You can't force someone to appreciate you. You can't force somebody to see you. And you can't force someone to change their mind about you. And that sucks. <laughs> that that sucks if I'm being completely honest, right? Like, it's one of those situations where I'm sure we've all had one iteration of it or another. It could have been in a romantic or hopefully romantic relationship or in a career where it's like, I'm going to bend over backwards to make you see that I am what you want. And... I hope that you'll see it, but when you don't, I'll be sore because that back bend was way more than my flexibility would have allowed. So ask yourself why you're doing it, because if you're doing it to force something out of somebody, then you're probably going to always feel exhausted because it's never going to be enough. And the thing is that if you have to overexert to prove your value to someone, You're going to have to continue to consistently overexert and maybe even do it more so to maintain their perception of your value. Because the thing with consistency is that once you get what you want, you can't slack. You have to continue doing what you were doing or do more to maintain. And if you're already doing too much and it feels exhausting, then maybe that's a sign that you shouldn't be doing it and that your virtues would be better appreciated elsewhere which in itself is tough I'm not gonna deny that at all but sometimes the truth is so the first question again is why am I doing this and the second question is what could I do instead that wouldn't overwhelm me that is the one you ponder on (laughs) and what are the consequences of you not being overwhelmed Right. Like, let's say let's stay with the bending over backwards analogy. If you're bending over backwards for somebody to see you and you're realizing that the back pain is becoming emotionally overwhelming and you decide that what you can do that won't overwhelm you is to stand up straight. And now you stand up straight and they really don't see you. Be prepared to be okay with that because that's just the reality of what things are, which I know is not easy at all. But it's much easier to move on with your peace and your self-love than it is to to bend over backwards, break, and then have somebody complain that you're broken when they don't realize that you broke for them, you know? So yeah, I really hope that that helps you guys. And the words to live by for this week are check your intent. Like, What do you really want to get out of this? And when, you f- when you're at 
intent is manipulative or coercive, it's going to have you doing way more than you need to. And when you do all of that and it still doesn't happen, that's when you start to think that your goodness is a bad thing. But it's not your goodness. As I keep saying, it's your boundaries and your discernment that is off. You will never be too kind, too loving, too good. It's not possible. Because when you are kind and loving and good in all the abundance and all the ways that you can fathom, think, imagine to the right people, it will feel so, so, so satisfying, so gratifying, so refilling, so happy. You'll be like bursting at the seams because you've been replenished in the way that you should be. So thank you guys so, so, so much for listening Please don't forget to share with a friend, leave a review, subscribe, and rate the podcast. Thank you again. Have an 